You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, hit the center. Hanniger going back. He's at the track, right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And there's the first run of 2019. A tremendous shot off the bat of Stephen Piscotti. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. 12-7, the Angels beat the A's along with Vince and uh, Coco, Ray and Tony. I'm Ken Korak. Roller coaster ride of a game, but then the Angels broke it up and got a lot of help because Lou Trevino was wild with three walks and a hit batter. The A's walked nine today. They hit three. They drop it 12-7 despite the late drama and heroics by the A's to come back and the home runs by Olsen in the eighth and Canna in the night, time for today's uh, K tally presented by the Ray Morgan Company. A's pitchers combined to strike out 11 today, so 11 Ks. That's the K tally presented by the Ray Morgan Company. The A's much needed day off. They played three hours and 32 minutes last night, 4:36 here today. Drop a tough game to the Angels, 12-7. The Halos win it. The A's fall back to two games over 500. The A's and the Astros on Friday night at 7.05. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage as A's Clubhouse continues. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. Salem Surround can help. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundSanFrancisco.com. SurroundSanFrancisco.com. Connecting you with new customers. From Hawkins, Indiana to Oakland, California, Friday, June 14th is going to be turned upside down in the Bay Area with the debut of Netflix Stranger Things Fireworks at the Coliseum in Oakland. That's right, Friday the 14th, the boys of summer host a strange night full of 80s music and childhood memories. So grab your acid-washed jeans and your tickets because one summer fireworks show can change everything. Visit athletics.com slash fireworks. That's athletics.com slash fireworks. What a wild one here at the Coliseum as the A's lose two out of three to the Angels, 12 to seven. And Renjifo and Pueyo are the two guys that really took it to the Oakland Athletics today. The bottom of the order for the Angels really got it done. And Ken, I'm going to tell you that the Angels put up 12 today and the two future Hall of Famers, Mike Trout, and the guy over at first base, Pujols, they didn't even play today. Well, they got a lot of help, too, because the A's walked nine and hit three. I mean, you're not going to win too many games when that happens. Yeah, I have some numbers that we'll get, get to you later about last year's bullpen versus this year's bullpen. Dramatically different, some of the numbers. But we'll get into it. And as we said, Pueyo had a big game, and it started in the top of the first inning. He delivers, and it's swung on. Hit to right center, and that's going to get down. That's a base hit. Two runs are going to score. Listella scores behind him. Otani scores. Lucroy goes from first to third. Puello 
back in the big leagues delivers a base hit to right center with two out in the first inning giving the Angels a two nothing lead. So you look at the opener strategy as we thought it was going to be Daniel Mingdon starting today. When we got to the ballpark, it flipped it. And I think the thing that was shocking to all of us is the fact that Liam Hendricks, who was your opener today, and he gives up the two runs to start out, he's been flawless coming out of the bullpen, and he pitched two innings last night, Ken. Were you a little shocked to see him after throwing two last night be the opener today? I didn't know that the A's were going to use the opener today until we got to the ballpark and we saw the lineup and saw that he was in there uh, he fished well in that role last year a uh, thing that was tough for him in that inning was the two walks and that was the theme for the day he wound up throwing 33 pitches and then we go to the bottom of the third inning and Marcus Simeon continues to swing a hot bat payoff pitch swung on drill deep left Marcus makes a bid up over and out clears the out of town scoreboard his seventh of the year and the A's are on the board they trail two to one the A's have homered in nine consecutive games. Little doubt about that drive off the bat of Marcus Simeon. The Angels would get another one in the fifth, and then in the seventh, that guy Pueo we talked about, he goes yard again. Here's the 1-1. Swung on and drilled a deep left. Man, he got all of that one. Back goes Grossman at the wall, and it is gone. Cesar Pueo. A two-run homer and extends the lead to 5-1 for Los Angeles. Yeah, he's been taking good at-bats all day. He has a real calm approach at the plate. Hand straight down to the ball, upright. He was able to get a pitch that he can drive right there. That is correct, and that's his first career home run. The A's would get two back in the bottom of the seventh on a couple fielder's choices, and then how good has Matt Olson been since he has come back from the I.L.? Another two-run shot, this one in the eighth inning. The pitch to Olson is driven to right field. Way back, Calhoun will turn and watch it fly. And the A's have tied it up. And it's Olson once again. That was a laser up on the steps in straightaway right field. A's five and the Angels five in the bottom of the eighth. So a two-run shot yesterday, Ken. A two-run shot today. Olsen now seven home runs in 21 games since he returned from the IL. They're doing a good job offensively, no doubt. Three more homers today, and the numbers go on and on. When you look at that, they've homered in nine straight games, and they have 22 and 36 in their last 15 games. And then we would go to the top of the ninth inning. I mean, this was like a this was like one of those fights that's back and forth. I'm going to hit you, you're going to hit me, and we're both both different fighters are blooding each other because here come the Angels in the top of the ninth inning and once again it's the bottom of the lineup. It's Walsh hitting ninth that would get to the A's. He delivers and it's swung on and hit to right center field. A long run. Profar going out. He won't make the play. Piscotti coming in, plays it on a hop. The run is scored. Renhifo scores from second, and the Angels lead 7 5. So it's 7 to 5. You're thinking, oh boy, here we go. A's do not have a shot. But then. In the top of the ninth inning, once again, the A's would fight back. They'd get off the off the mat and start throwing some haymakers. Mark Canna would lead off the inning with this home run. And here's Mark hitting a drive into center deep. Good one back on this to the track. He'll watch. And now the A's trail by a run as Canna has homered. It's now 7-6. to six. 
And the A's say, hang on, wait a second. We're not done this afternoon. Yeah, I was going to say, all you have to do is get the leadoff hitter on and to give you a chance to maybe drive two in with the home run. Well, he's not on. He knocked himself in. <laughs> Let's see if we can do it again. Well, Mark Hanna, how good has he been, especially with Chris Davis being out? Yeah, that's been big, and we can't. The, the fact they lost these two shouldn't obscure the fact that in context they've won 10 of their last 11. And Canna's a big reason, one of the big reasons for that, when you have someone with the potent bat like him to fill in for Chris. And then Profar would double, an infield base hit by Loriano, and Josh Fegley, who had already pinch hit, grounded out earlier in the game, but this time he'd come through. Here's the pitch, and Fegley, it's a fly ball left field. It should score the run. Up with the catch is Puello, tagging at third. Profar will score. Loriano bluffs going to second, gets back to first. Profar scores on the sack fly by Fegley, and the A's tie the game at 7-7. Yep. Be aggressive early in the count on a pitch that's elevated. Fegley got a pitch that was elevated. He was aggressive, got the job done. Man, can you tie it multiple times, and you're thinking, okay, now you're going into extra innings, and you're feeling good, but uh, in extra innings, I don't think we need to play anymore. No. As the Halos would put up five, it was a really ugly inning. Uh, I mean, you guys mentioned the broadcast. Trinan gave up two. Trevino gave up five, four were earned, but he gave up five in a game where there was a, bit, a, a major error by Matt Olson that hurt the ball club, an error earlier in the game by, by you know Matt Chapman. How often do you see those two guys make an error and Trevino trying and giving up the runs? It just wasn't meant to be, and it was a real sloppy 11th inning, and the Halos get out of here, which I think they're going to feel pretty good with their 12-7 to victory when they don't have Pujols and Trout in the line. And you wipe it away if you're the A's and you enjoy the day off tomorrow. You get set for a big series against the Astros starting on Friday. I mean, the A's, if they have a good series against them, could really take some momentum with them on the road, and that's going to be a, that's a tough trip with the three against the Angels down there, the four against the Rangers, including the day-night doubleheader, three games against the Rays in St. Pete, so... Uh, but uh, I think everybody would be uh, looking forward to a good night's sleep tonight. Yeah, because you continue to play a ton of games. As you mentioned, the games against Houston here, then the game, the three games down in Anaheim, four in Texas. These are all in division. And they're also getting to that point again where the bullpen's using, getting used a lot. I mean, Bassett uh, Monday, five innings, so the pen had to work four. The pen worked five innings yesterday and even though Hendrick started the game I mean he's a reliever so you had four and a third from Mengden everybody else who pitched today bullpen pitchers so that's another reason why uh, the day off comes at a good time it's a dance that a lot of teams are having as bullpens now eat up more innings than ever before in the history of baseball but then once they start getting tired you hear people start saying, well, you got to get more from your starters. It's like it's a balance that's really tough to do as a manager and a pitching coach because when you're riding high, as you've been mentioning, when things are going good, it means you're going to use your bullpen a lot. People but, can say whatever they want. You've got to get your starters deep into games. You have to, yeah. or you're going to burn your guys out. That's right. You, you have to do it. we got to get you out of here. We don't want to burn you out. <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to Just you Just get Friday. out of here. I, we, you know what? We don't want to see you until Friday. Well, we'll be at the, uh, the the Big A's gala tomorrow for the community fund, right? I mean, that's... Well, that's not a game or anything like that. That's just no. we'll have a couple glasses of wine and hang out and have fun. We have to dress up, don't we? 
You don't. You're Ken Korak. You can do whatever you want. I have to wear a suit. (laughs) The great Ken Korak after the A's lose to the Angels 12-7. We'll take your phone calls at 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. We'll also hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin. That's all coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. The constant energy, the tight turns and bustle of the city. Some survive it. Others were made to conquer it. The first ever Lexus UX and UX F Sport crossovers. Crafted for the new frontier. UX, starting at 32000 See your Northern California Lexus dealer. MSRP excludes delivery, processing, and handling fee of 1025 which may be subject to change at any time. Excludes taxes, title, license, and optional equipment. Dealer price will vary. Hey, kids. Have you ever wanted to run the bases like your favorite A's player? Well, here's your chance. Children ages 14 and under can come onto the field following most Sunday home games and race around the bases with A's mascot Stomper there to cheer them on. Make sure to pack your running shoes so you can show off your speed. Race Around the Bases is brought to you by the Oakland A's Community Fund. This is A's Clubhouse. 971-322. That's 510-897-1322. I'm just going to be real honest. I was shocked uh, how long. Well, I shouldn't say how long. I'm shocked about the opener today. I really am. I just, I I don't understand. And we'll talk to David Force tomorrow on the David Force show that we'll have on A's Cast Live for you. That's the live show we're now doing on A's A's Cast on the TuneIn app. Uh, once this postgame show ends, we will go into A's Cast Live, and we'll have that to you uh, till 7 o'clock tonight. But we'll ask David, what was the thinking there? You know, because Liam Hendricks is starting to settle into this really nice groove in the bullpen, and you really shook it up today by having him lead off as the opener. And then this is the problem with the opener. If your opener doesn't go one, two, three, or get through like the first four batters, you've defeated the purpose. And also the fact that he went two innings last night. So the fact that he went two innings last night and then you turned him around, remember it was a night game. So you turned him around pretty quick and he wasn't sharp. And next thing you know, here you go, you're down two nothing and that defeats the purpose of the opener. So why why did you think you had to go with him today? With that? And, and obviously last year they were successful with it when they went Liam Hendricks and then you went to Daniel Mingden. And Mingden was the guy that I thought he would be like the last guy you'd ever want to bring in after the opener because – he is such a creature of habit the way he prepares for a start. You know, he comes out earlier than anybody with the long toss and everything. And to think that, okay, because with the opener, you, you, you can't do all that. You know, when you're coming in after the first guy, the first reliever, you got to go down there and get hot, and you got to get hot quick. That's not really his repertoire. But we've talked to him last year about it. We talked to spring training. He said, you know, I can make the adjustments. And, and he proved he could. And then once again, he didn't throw that bad. I mean, four and a third. Struck out six, only gave up one. So, But the other part of the bullpen, wow. And we'll have the numbers for you. The numbers are so dramatically different from last year to this year. It is unbelievable. 
All right, triple eight nine. Uh, let's say. Excuse me, that's an old number you used to use. 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. Let's go to Anthony from the Coliseum. Lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me on. Hey, you're talking about the opener. The opener really, really frustrated me today because it wasn't like they were facing a very strong team that the Angels were putting up there. Trout got hurt last night. It seemed like Pujols isn't going to play too many day games after night games, and it just seems kind of odd that they would have an opener, and it ended up biting them. But the real real thing that I want to figure out is how many times has Trevino gone two innings, and that second inning is always a struggle for him. It always seems like, like Trevino's having a tough time getting out in that second inning. He comes in, he'll be, have a 10-pitch inning, 12-pitch inning, something in that first one, and then he just has a rough go like he did today. And that was that was hard to watch. It was really hard to watch him try to get an out when he couldn't even keep guys from getting on base as far as walks or hitting them. Yeah, it's very tough. When you start looking at the box score and you start seeing that Blake Trinan has a 3.62 ERA and Lou Trevino has a 3.67 ERA, you want to talk about a dramatic difference, and as you mentioned, Trout with the sore right foot, he's not in the lineup, and you end up giving up 12 runs. That's something that is very, very odd. But, you know, where we are right now, there's only so many guys that, that Bob really can rely on late in games, and in the past it's been Trinan and Trevino are two guys that used to be starters. They're like, hey, they're willing to take the ball for, for that amount of time. And just, but I I hear what you're saying. I mean, it was tough to watch. I mean, I, I I couldn't believe he was left out there even as long as he was to to to, to give up that that last hit to Estella. But yeah, I mean, the way this bullpen is going right now, it's 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 nowhere near compared to where it was last year. They already have 12 losses on the year. They only had 17 last season. Yeah. And, and the thing that really got me is, and I was hearing it when I was kind of voicing my displeasure today, was was that they don't have anybody else, so they had to go to Brooks. And the thing was, is man, hindsight being twenty twenty, man, Hendricks would have been really nice to have sitting in the bullpen, ready to come in in a later inning, so where he really thrives in that position. He did go two last night, so I understand it, which even makes it even more odd that he would be the opener today. So, it, it, I don't know. It, it was just really frustrating today. And it... Well, I appreciate the phone call. Here. To your point, if you would have had – how different would this game be if you had Liam, say, 7th, Trevino 8th, Trina 9th? How much different would this game have been? But you, you fired one of your top bullets early because, let's face it, Liam is one of your top bullets – and you fire him early, and it just doesn't work out, and he gives up the two runs, so the idea of the opener did not work. Let's go to Ray leaving the ballpark. Welcome to the A's Radio Network. Hey, hey you guys. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. I'm on a long drive home from the ballpark. A lot of fun. I just wanted to point out, yes, it was a difficult 11th inning, but you know, both last night and today, you know, one or two plays right there at the end, we were in it in the ninth inning of both games. So, 
You know, I mean, they're, they're exciting to watch, and it's fun coming out and watching them play. So I, w- I, would, I would mention that. And we are in second place, so it's just a game. Appreciate you taking my call. Thank you. No doubt. Well, hey, th- there's one thing for sure that you can say about this team. They're not boring. <laughs> I mean, I mean it, it's, a, it's like going down a Magic Mountain. It, it, it's a roller coaster ride. I mean, the firepower that they have, where you think, oh, my God, they're out of it, then a two-run shot in the eighth. Oh, they're out of it, then a home run in the ninth, and then double off the wall, and the sack fly ties it. I mean, they have the firepower that they're always going to be in games. But right now pitching, when they're on that hot streak, everything was going well. You had starters were going deeper into games. The bullpen was locking it down, and you're hitting all these home runs. They've hit a home run. In each of the last nine games, they've hit 87 total. It's just, as Ken mentioned, you know, you're not getting the length out of your starters that you were once getting the length of. I mean, think Frankie only went four last night. Bassett went five the game before. You know, so, I mean, you want to start. If you can get six, and I know that makes people cringe, as we talked with Mark Gubazaw yesterday from the Angels, where it just like, yeah, his teammates with the old Kansas City Royals when they were really rolling back in the day, and he was on that '85 championship team. If you were five and dive, you you had some of the Royals guys like George Brett looking at you, going, "Are you kidding me?" I mean, they expected you to go seven and eight, but now with the A's, if you can get six out of a guy, that's perfect. And then that's only three innings you got to cover with the bullpen. Then that could be Liam Hendricks to. Trevino to Trinan, or Soria to Trevino to Trinan, however you want to do it. But when you get four, maybe five, you start putting a lot of pressure on the team. Let's go to Rob in San Jose. You're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris, I hate the opener idea. I can't stand it. It's not economical. We were two points behind the whole game before extra innings. That was the whole thing on the momentum factor that, you know, I'm more superstitious about that. I mean, you're supposed to take the rally monkey you're supposed to be like Stomper the Elephant and just smash its head and do not let that the Angels stuff the rally monkey down Trevino's throat and the rest of the fan base's throat. We're choking on the rally monkey today. It's saying like we, we've got the Mariners finally. I'm so happy. It's not Ace Kryptonite. You take that compass, you smash it on the ground, you're the Elephant, and you, you sink their ship. I don't understand why we let the door open with two runs. Uh, and it just drives me crazy as a fan. This whole opener idea is garbage. It's not economical. It just drives me insane. I hear you. Appreciate having the rally the... monkey. <laughs> I hear you. The rally monkey. I mean, having the the rally monkey get us. They stuffed the rally monkey down our throats. We're supposed to smash that puppet and yeah. tear it to shards. Well, they took it. two out of three. Unfortunately, appreciate the call. Yes, the opener. You know, when you utilize it correctly and you stick with it and you believe in it, and everybody gets into that groove. And that's the Tampa Bay Rays. You know, the Rays are like, we're going to use this. And, you know, this today was one of those where it was like probably kind of a last-minute thing. So that's kind of tough. It really is kind of tough because, you know, all of a sudden it was supposed to be Daniel Meenden. I don't know when that, and we'll find out from Bob on Friday. When was that decision made? Was it made last night? Was it made today? Because that's the thing about the Rays. The Rays are so committed to it. And because they're so committed to it, it works. Everybody in baseball pretty much is using it. But the teams that are going to be totally committed to it, they're going to be the best at it. And today, it seems like there wasn't a total commitment because you got a guy who threw two innings last night 
and then all of a sudden now he's pitching today. We left the ballpark last night thinking it was Daniel Mingdon. All right, the number is 510-897-1322. A's lose to the Angels 12-7. We got more coming right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. We're all tired of unpredictable weekend traffic slowing us down. Nobody wants to be late for the show, concert, or game, but you can avoid traffic and other driving hassles. This weekend, take BART. The best way to find out about fun events just to BART right away is a little thing we call BARTable. Visit BART.gov BARTable for deals, destinations, and exciting locations all near a BART station. Enter weekly sweepstakes and sign up for our email newsletter at BART.gov BARTable. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. BARTable. More fun, less traffic. Opa. Opa! Celebrate all things Greek at the A's annual Greek Heritage Night on Friday, May 31st against the Astros. First pitch is at 7.07 and each special ticket includes an exclusive Euroball Greek Heritage Night t-shirt. Don't be the guy or gal without one of these sweet shirts. Plus, the ticket and t-shirt package starts at $29. Visit athletics.com slash Greek to get your tickets for this special night. That's athletics.com slash Greek. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Townsend with you after the Athletics lose to the Angels 12-7. It's now time to hear from the ban- the manager, Bob Melvin. Here he was after the game with the media. Bob, how do you evaluate a game like that when your team comes back twice but then has a, a kind of a bad stumble like that? Yeah, it's baseball. I mean, I don't think there was a minute after Ole hit the home run we didn't think we were going to win. And... Uh, Pretty good position with some, some of our better relievers able to bring in the game too, and unfortunately just didn't work out. But you know, it gets demoralizing when you you give up a lead and or a tie game, you lose it, and you come right back and and score like that. So uh, we'll try to take as many positives out of this game as we can. What'd you see going on with Trine in there? Well, I mean, a hit batter, and then a couple of you know looked like his stuff was good, and got a ball down just enough uh, for the double, and then a blue pit. So. You know, it's not like he had bad stuff. Uh, you know, the one hard hit ball is the one he probably, is the pitch he probably would, would want to take back. And what about Trinan? What's that? Trinan. I was just ta- I was talking about Trinan there. Oh, okay. Sorry, so, did I say Trinan? I meant Trinan. Just some, you know, just some squibbers and, you know, now we got to put some guys on base and, you know, it just didn't work out. It just it ended up not being our day. I mean, it's not like these guys got pounded. Um, but they put together some at-bats and made them throw some pitches and give them credit, they won the game. How'd you feel about Hendricks in the opener role? Didn't work out. You know, I mean, he threw, what, 30-some pitches last night. I said earlier it was 20-something, and, you know, it looked like his stuff was pretty good. Wasn't as good as it was last night, you know, after pitching two innings. And, you know, we thought we had a strike three on Otani on a check swing, and that wasn't called. And, you know, and then, uh, you know, they get a big two-run hit, two, uh, yeah, two-RBI hit. How, how important has uh, Simeon's productivity been? Uh, he I think it's the second homer in as many days. Just overall, as consistency. Over yeah, he's been great. I mean, he's he's you know he's if you ever want a role model uh, to to 
to watch to work on on your game and know what you need to work on each and every year and get better at it's Marcus Simeon so continues to do that what were you saying just about the fight that they showed, especially yesterday too, coming back and today again, come back twice? Yeah, they're always going to fight. You know, obviously we just didn't have enough today. The other team fought pretty hard too, you know, without, you know, two of their, their bigger hitters in the lineup. Um, but it gives somebody else an opportunity, and those guys came through. But, uh, you know, we'll, we're never going to back down. This group just doesn't know how. That is correct. But in the end, they fell short. Let's go out to Vince and Arenda. Vince, quickly, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Okay, one thing, uh, Simon, uh, his pitching, he's, it's not been just like one game or last week or two. It's been like about three, four weeks now. His pitches are like flat. They're not moving, and they're just getting hammered. I mean, when he pitched against Seattle, they were like creaming that ball. And I mean, they were like, I couldn't believe Remember the one off the fence it would have been the game-tying home run? But the one uh, uh, our center fielder caught, I mean, I couldn't believe how hard that ball was. So I, I'm wondering if we should keep him as a closer or just move him out of there just temporarily for a little while until he gets the stuff back. Because I remember when he was with the Nationals, he was having that problem, and he got traded, and then he, and then he became great again with the A's. So I'm just thinking it's probably a temporary thing, mental, but I think he should work on it, something, and not put him in a closer role. And I know that the pitcher that pitched yesterday um, that gave up the winning run and uh, um, the, Sorry. the because of the yeah, Sorio. I think he could. He was a um, a closer before. He could take over that spot maybe for like a few weeks until Simon gets his uh, act together. The other pitcher that's um, reliever, it's a really good find that nobody said a word about because he just got called up. Is Wang? That guy's like he's what pitched a couple yesterday, one today. I, yeah. I mean, we should give Wang a lot more. Uh, Seventh, eighth inning. Yeah, it's, um, Wei Ch- it's Wei Chung Wong. Thank you for the phone call. I agree with you. He actually has pitched well, but uh, you're not taking trying and out of the uh, closer role for Soria. That, that, <laughs> we got, we're a long way from there. All right, we're going to be back Friday at 7.07. We'll have A's total access for you at 6.05. On A's Cast, on the TuneIn app, our 24-hour station, in about 12 minutes we're going to be going live with a live talk show. You're going to hear from Bip Roberts, John Morosi, national baseball writer for Fox Sports, is going to join me. So, We're going to take a little breather. Everybody else, our affiliates are going to go back to regular programming, but we're going live for you A's fans with a live talk show till 7 o'clock tonight. It's A's Talk Live with Chris Towns, and that's coming up in about 10 minutes on A's Cast. We'll see you everybody Friday right here on the A's Radio Network. In the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball.